I get to know about you is you are completely an introvert person, and you you are transform as an extrovert. Like you mentioned, you are doing interviews. Uh, did uh, fifty fifty two weeks consistently. Fifty two weeks you did a live and all those. So how this transition happen from an well, introvert to an extrovert? So I'll tell you. I was the kid that stuttered in high school, right? I had a stuttering problem. And that really affected, you know, that affects the kid's confidence, right? You don't want to get up on stage. You don't want to, uh, you don't want to speak in front of two or more people. Hi guys, welcome, welcome, welcome to the Entrepreneur's Warrior Show. This is... Hosted by me, Nilesh Jain, and this is where we interview entrepreneurs, affiliate marketer, coaches, and consultant. And in this amazing series, today we have a super awesome guest with us. He is the host of the One Big Tip podcast, and he also runs a digital marketing company. He is on a mission to serve all digital agencies, entrepreneurs, and coaches to teach them how to convert their podcast into the ultimate lead generation. tool in the business which is completely insane and we are going to discuss about it he help digital agencies scale to six figure plus every month using podcast without any paid ads and he is in the industry over 50 years of continuously digital marketing experience in all formats like jeff in is a wealth of information of what works and what doesn't in digital marketing space so without further ado Let's have Jeff on the stage. Hi, Jeff. Hey, how's it going, my man? Thank you for having me. It's really amazing to have you, and thank you so much for being a part of our show. I, I appreciate your. I appreciate the invitation. Let's make some magic today. Yes, let's make some magic. And uh, guys, if you are with us on live, drop us a live. With us on replay, drop us a replay. And make sure you take notes. Open your notebook. or to grab your notepad or pen whatever you want to do because if you are someone who wants to launch your podcast or who have here's the jeff who is going to give lots of insight from our uh, today's session so make sure you ready so jeff uh, before we proceed further are you hear me loud and clear i i can yes thank you so uh, could you tell us a little bit about yourself on your back story how you started so there's a few people who have no idea about you so they also get to know Sure. So you know, I'm just uh, you know, I I joke that I'm just internet famous. I'm not really famous. So yeah, I do have to fill in people with my backstory. Um, the long and short of it is that I have been in different uh, types of technology jobs for the past twenty twenty five years, right? Between credit card payment processing and uh, light programming, customer support, uh, product management, things like that. Um, I started my um, I started my digital marketing agency while I was still working in corporate about about twenty years ago. and that was because i would go into the office and they would never give me enough to do right i would always get my work done by about 11:30 and at that time like you couldn't go home right and it's like okay well now i'm done well now what do i do thank god for the internet right cuz then i would start researching stuff on my own and i you know when people would walk by my desk they would see me just going you know on the keyboard right but they just didn't realize that i was building my own thing instead of uh you know uh, you know working to build better tools for the company simply because they you know every time they wanted me very compartmentalized right no no you're only the you're only the pre-sales guy don't talk to don't try to make another product like 
whatever. Right. I got really bored. So when I got fired for the last time, it was a semi-traumatic experience, meaning that, you know, first of all, who's going to support my Starbucks habit? How am I going to pay my mortgage? And how am I going to provide for my family? But I had already built up a little bit of a book of business by, by providing services uh, for uh, website designers and, you know, other types of programmers to supply, uh, uh, to supply their work. And that's where it really started. Uh, from there, I grew up creating uh, full-on uh, website applications using Joomla and ultimately WordPress. Uh, then I got into um, other types of marketing activities like content marketing, uh, search engine optimization, paid ads, uh, you know, social media assets, things like that. And that's really where I, uh, you know, where I grew up from is, you know, helping businesses get found on the internet, right? Local, nationwide, international businesses, the whole gamut. And uh, I'd say about, uh, I'd say about three, four years ago, I got the itch that it's like, I wanted something more. I was getting a little bored with, you know, just creating a website for somebody. And I wanted more. I wanted something, you know, like something a little bit more tangible. And I wanted to create a legacy. So I decided, like, what's a better way to do it than, you know, than through a podcast, right? So I just figured, you know something? Um, I just want to talk to interesting people. That was my mantra for starting the one big tip. I just want to talk to interesting people. And my biggest uh, stressor at the time was, how the hell am I going to get four people a month to talk to me? Right? That was the biggest thing. And lo and behold, you know, four people turned to 10, 10 turned to 20, 20 turned to 60. And I'm like, wait a second, they're only 52 weeks in a year. I, I need to increase cadence, right? I need to publish more. So I started publishing twice a week, right? And people still kept on coming. And it wasn't until, uh, so I started this in December, 2019, about four months before everyone got locked down in COVID. And it wasn't until like January, 2021, where I was recorded so I had recorded so much that I was nine months ahead of my release schedule. Basically, I recorded somebody in January and their episode didn't air until September. And at that point, I was like, no, that's not right. I, I just felt, <coughs> excuse me, I just felt a little icky about it. And I just took a pause, right? Because I had all this great content, right? It was all, it was all recorded. But that's when also when I switched over to doing it live, like what, like what you're doing today. Because by going live, you know, your connections get the notification immediately that you and I are live today. And by taking those recordings and doing it live and then repurposing it into the podcast and creating, you know, all the assets that surround it, it becomes this, it, it, it turns you, turns me, it turns anyone who does this into a content creation monster because you have so much content that you can deal with and publish that, you know, it's just, it's all self-perpetuating. Self crazy crazy completely crazy your journey uh, like you started with web development you started your journey as a freelancer then you shift to podcast and is all is you are evolving you all are learning improving but one thing i get to know about you is you are completely an introvert person and you you are transform as an extrovert like you mentioned you are doing interviews uh, did uh, 50 52 weeks, consistently 52 weeks, you did a live and all those. So how this transition happened? 
from an well, introvert to an extrovert. So I'll tell you, I was the kid that stuttered in high school, right? I had a stuttering problem. And that really affected, you know, that affects the kid's confidence, right? You don't want to get up on stage. You don't want to, uh, you don't want to speak in front of two or more people, right? It's, it becomes a problem. Obviously, I've gotten through that, right? But it's, you know, there are remnants of that that are still there. I'll tell you the biggest challenge was when I was uh, putting, when I was putting this together, I wanted it to, like, at first I thought I wanted to be a YouTuber, right? So I went out and got the nice camera, got the nice lights, got the nice mic, right? And I just set myself up. And, you know, and then as I'm trying to get to know my equipment, I'm like, okay, that's it. You got to start recording. I went to a WeWork. I took over a conference room. I set up my camera on a tripod and I tried to get through like a 10 minute monologue, right? It was the longest three hours of my life, right? It was just, it was just bad, right? I, I couldn't get two sentences out before, before just second guessing, third guessing myself, and it just wasn't working. But something interesting happened during that session, right? The phone rang. And what happened was it was a, um, uh, it turned out to be a sales call. And I forgot to turn off the recording on the, on the camera. And when I went back and looked at the footage, I realized that that sales call was actually the most interesting part of what I recorded, right? Because I was talking with somebody else, not just with, uh, you know, not just with other people, right? And what happened was it made me realize that, you, you know, listen, we're interacting with other people all day long. You know, like uh, you get a sales call, you get a referral call, you got to talk to your clients. Like all of us can do that, right? All of us do that, you know, like none of us are mute. Right. We're all out there, you know, putting out our ideals. The idea of uh, performing, you know, like on TikTok, doing those dancey videos, you know, things like that. Right. You know, that's very unnerving. Right. That's something you're still I would still have a hard time doing. Talking to somebody face to face, talking with somebody on a Zoom call, having someone actually answer your rhetorical question or your real question for me is like that's gold. I can do this for hours, right? And be very effective at it. And that's where I realized, Jeff, you're going to do an interview show, right? And you're going to interview interesting people and get them to talk about interesting things. And that was really the, that was really the impetus of it, you know, of how, of how everything started out, started out and, uh, you know, and made that happen. Completely insane. Completely mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing the in-depth insight at the moment. And then you find that my biggest passion is to talk with people, to know their knowledge, to know their expertise, and then you become more evolving into the podcasting and all those things. And so, Jeff, you are assisting agency owners, entrepreneurs in to, to launching their interview shows, to launching their podcast, right? So... Can you explain why entrepreneurs need to launch their podcast and how podcasting create a benefit for them? Okay. So, that, so that's a great question. Um, podcasting in and of itself. Now, first of all, let me define my version of podcasting. Okay. I'm not talking about the Apple iPod that everyone bought 13 years ago. Okay. I'm using podcasting in a general term where you are broadcasting your voice and or your your video, and you're putting it out there on at least one, if not many channels, right? So, you know, right now we're going live to Facebook, but we can equally go live to LinkedIn and to 
and to YouTube and to, you know, there's 20 other streaming platforms that we can be popular on. Uh, so for me, all of that is a podcast right now, when you're putting that together, first of all, the equipment, the, the equipment to do this is, is relatively cheap. I mean, even if you go high end on the mic, you know, you're still under, you're still under like $600 all in, you know, just to, and to create an amazing, amazing sound out of your, uh, you know, out of your production, the camera that's in your laptop is really good enough. You can spend another hundred dollars on a webcam or you can use your digital SLR camera like I have. So like you can use a lot of the stuff that you already have right now. What happens is that when you are creating content, if you're doing it alone, if it's just you talking into the camera, that's just you teaching. It's you're either teaching or you're ranting. Right. And you know, if you have something interesting to say and your rants are interesting, great, go for it. I'm sure you're going to build an audience. Lots of people do, right? On the other hand, if you are um, interviewing someone, you are actually uh, doing a couple of things. First of all, you are increasing your, your authority by inviting that person onto the show. You are lending your authority to say, hey, you know, like I'm already at, at this level. Let me bring this other person who's maybe even higher and, you know, let's talk and let's get a meeting of the minds. and Let's learn something together right? Every single sales call is like that, whether you like it or not. You're trying to educate your client on why, the, on why they should part with their money for the service that you're going to provide. Simple as that, right? So what, I, so what I see a lot of podcasters do in general is, first of all, you know, they go down the hobby route, right? The hobby route, meaning uh, you know, and I'm sure I'm going to catch some flack for this, right? But the people that do podcasts that outline like true crime stories, right? Or mental health issues or things like that. These are all needed voices that needed that need to go out there. Unfortunately, it is much harder to monetize that, right? You have to solicit donations via Patreon. You have to find, you have to work up enough audience so that someone's going to sponsor you, you know, like get better health or Skillshare or whatever, you know, to sponsor you to send a couple of bucks your way. At the end of the day, it's not big money, right? It's uh, it's probably enough to cover your expenses and it's great. I mean, I, again, if that's your hobby, go for it, please. You know, everyone, everyone needs that voice. On the other hand, for an entrepreneur to start a podcast, basically what you, what you are doing is not only trying to speak with the, you know, with the high level people in our space. So, you know, we're both digital marketers, right? Uh, the fact of the matter is if I was to get Russell Brunson on my show, it would be a great win for me. Believe me, I would love to have 15 minutes with his, uh, you know, with his brain, but I don't think he's going to do a lot in terms of helping to market my show. I, I may get a little bump, you know, based on people who are like, oh, you know, Jeff interviewed Russell. So now it's good. Right. So now he's great. And maybe I'll get a little bit of, uh, of, uh, additional listeners from there. Yes, it'll help right? But the fact of the matter is in order for me to use that one introduction that will eventually lead to my team producing his podcast is it's, it's kind of slim, right? Now, when you become intentional about the people that you want to, uh, that you want to talk to, and by intentional, I mean, talking to your dream 100, talking to the people who can or are most likely to do business with you, those are the people that you should be targeting, right? And they don't necessarily need to be A-listers or even B-listers, 
right? As long as they can come and articulate something on your show and bring some value, you can use that opportunity to, you know, sort of figure out. So say, for example, if you're an accountant, right? And you, um, and you interview a real estate developer, right? And you talk a little bit about the tax issues that a real estate developer, uh, you know, goes through and, you know, the guy, the guy drops a clue on the show. He's like, you know something, my, my accountant doesn't know how to work with tax liens. And I wish I knew how to work with tax liens. Right. Just give an example. You know, you as the host who happens to be an accountant and also happens to know a thing or two about tax liens, that should be a thing. I can help this guy. Right. So, you know, like after the show, you know, like after you're done recording, you know, you can talk to him like, Hey, I noticed that you mentioned, you know, X, Y, and Z, you know, this is something I can help you with, you know, would you like to continue the conversation? And I like this method of, uh, of meeting people because it's, uh, you know, there are a number of good things about it. First of all, it is a warm conversation. Okay. Think about it. If I was to try to dial Russell and get him on the phone and say, Hey bro, you want to come on my show? he's probably got six gatekeepers, you know, his private cell phone, you know, like he wouldn't answer. Right. But the fact that he wants to come on my show to talk about his stuff is great. Right. So, you know, it becomes this, uh, it becomes this meeting of the minds, right. Then you spend, you spend a good amount of time talking with these people, right. You know, they, they get to know my personality. I get to know their personality. I get to see if they're nice people to work with, or if they're not nice people, you know, like, or, you know, way too arrogant or whatever it is. Right. I get a much warmer idea of what they're all about. And, you know, at the end, I'm in a much better position to have a warm conversation to say, Hey, can we follow up with this at a later date? Can we, uh, you know, can we talk about these other ways that I can help you? And usually the answer is, yeah. I mean, if they're in the mood and they like what they heard and they like the experience of going through, you know, like that podcast, they're going to be more open to it. Now, you know, I just want to close this up with what's really funny about podcasting. And it took me a while to realize this. You put this thing in front of your mouth, right? People want to talk to you. It's as simple as that. It instantly conveys authority. It instantly conveys like, oh, I should listen to this person, right? And just by putting out there and being able to talk about like, yeah, it's a, I talk with people about business. I talk with people about funnels. I talk with people about, you know, marketing automation, things like that. It becomes, it becomes like the Rolex flex, right? It be, it, you know, just, you know, when you see somebody that's wearing a Rolex and you're like, ah, oh, okay, they made it. And you could tell just by the watch that they're wearing or the clothes that they wear, right? That's, that's basically what happens because the next time Elish, when you go into a, when you go into a sales call, and somebody asks you, well, what do you know about marketing automation? You know, you can very easily just say, well, I've done three interviews with three these people, you know, exactly on this subject. I happen to know a lot of it and this is how it works, right? It's an instant, you know, it's an instant uh, win. <laughs> and what happens is that when you are, um, you know, like when you are uh, recording this stuff, right? I look at it as a win-win all the way around the worst case scenario. Okay. Let's, let's talk to worst case scenario. The worst case scenario of you and I talking on this program, right. Is that we made great content. Definitely. Yes. That's the worst case, right? Imagine what the best case is, 
right? The yeah. best case, the, the best case, somebody listens to this and they're like, oh my God, I got to get with Jeff or I got to get with Nilesh or Jeff and Nilesh start working together and partner up to do a JV. You know, they made a great connection and it's all wonderful, right? That those are actually, you know, very interesting. But at the worst case, we make great content and it's all cool. Now we're friends. We have each other's contact information. You need me to help you out with something? Ring me up. It's all good, right? That's what I love about this platform is that it's relatively easy to get in. There are ways to make it complicated. There are ways to, you know, draw it out and do more things and repurpose the content. There are lots of people, you know, out there, you know, like in the audience, you know, some of the stuff that you do that I do that, you know, make podcasts more accessible and better, a better experience for entrepreneurs and listeners alike. But, you know, by and large, it's really a great platform that allows you to reach out and level up on your own terms. And that I think is intensely exciting. I really love this answer. I really love this answer because this particular platform is allow you to level up and help you to build a relationship with those people whom you are not able to reach out directly if you don't have any specific thing or if you are not on that particular level. But because of this platform, you are reaching to those experts, you are reaching to those entrepreneurs whom you feel like I want to talk with them. And this is the platform that I really love this, with this answer. Thank you so much. for It's insane, insane, insane thing right now. Uh, as in the starting of the show, I mentioned like you are helping uh, coaches on with the podcast and you are you uh, using it podcast as a uh, like a ultimate lead generation tools how does this can you please share this what the ultimate lead generation tool with podcast and how people also get uh, according to my understanding i think that's a lead generation process but can you please throw the lights sure so when I say it's the ultimate uh, networking tool, basically what it is is that it opens up a forum for you to talk with somebody and to get them to talk about a subject that they're also passionate about, right? Now, if I let's just go back to the lawyer example, right? You know, if I'm a lawyer and I need to provide, uh, you know, and I provide attorney services for small businesses, right? I would position my podcast to talk about, you know, the legal problems that small businesses have, have had, right? So I would get, you know, like, uh, you know, Fortune 1000, Fortune 100, Fortune 500 companies to talk about, you know, it, you know, what kind of problems they've experienced and how they've overcome them within the lens of what it is that they do. So it doesn't need to be a one-to-one relationship. It doesn't need to be, you know, like a direct connection. It can be a little bit, ten, a little bit of a tangent, right? But by being intentional on the people that you were inviting onto the show, by be, by asking a few pre questions before you uh, you know before you set up the environment for you to interview them, you can figure out whether is this person interesting enough? Is he going to give me a good enough story, you know, on my podcast, or is he just there for the free publicity, or is this someone that I can uh, you know that I can uh, work with? Right. And it's very easy to ask those questions. Right. Like the first question on my intake form is, are you a six or seven figure uh, entrepreneur? Yes or no? Because if you're not, I, I, I you know, I, I'm sorry, it's just the wrong audience. Right. 
you know, you're not, uh, it's not someone that I, that I, I would love to talk to you otherwise, just not on the show. Right. So just by asking a few, you know, pre-sales qualification questions, I can then make a decision whether this person would be interesting or not to be on the show. Right now, when you incorporate that process with a little bit of marketing automation, right. Using, uh, using, uh, um, you know, like uh, click funnels 2.0 now has it, uh, active campaign has automations go high level has this as well, right. Depending on the answers to those questions on how they, on how they come into your world, you can make a decision. Do I want to interview this person? Do I not want to interview this person? Why or why not? So there are people that I gently, that I gently decline, you know, they come on and they just want to talk about, excuse me, <coughs> sorry. So, you know, these are people that come on and they just want to talk about, uh, you know, like one thing. And if it doesn't fit the manner of the show, or I don't feel that I can get an angle in that, maybe I can make a soft pitch for them at the end. I'm going to gracefully bow out of this. Right. But if this is someone who is remotely interesting and, or will create great content for me, I'll evaluate it on those merits and move on from there. The truth of the matter is, you know, like not everyone is ready to buy right away. Some people are thinking about starting a podcast, but don't really know where to start. Uh, some people already have it, but you know, it's kind of sporadic, you know, um, you know, I saw some interesting stats that there are over 2 million uh, podcasts out there, but when you break out the numbers of how many of them are active, how many of them have not faded out, how many of them are really are still pushing, you know, like uh, with consistent content, you know, things like that, the number goes down into the tens of thousands, right? So it's really still is an open, open world, you know, to, you know, just put your stuff out there and stake your claims. I just want to add one more thing to this though, in that uh, I, for one, do not uh, uh, entertain or pay attention to my vanity metrics, right? I don't look at my download numbers, right? And it's not because I don't care about my audience. As you can see, I care deeply about my audience. I care deeply about my presentation, right? But what it comes down to is that I can't take 10,000 subscribers to the bank. Right. Simply because I choose not to, you know, have a sponsorship. I choose not to, you know, go down those those routes that will dilute the brand of what it is that I'm trying to promote. I am doing this for the lead generation. Right. Which for me is much more lucrative than getting a thousand dollars check from Skillshare. Right. So that's why it's, uh, you know, I'm much more intentional about the people that I bring on pre-qualifying them to see not only if they would be able to bring good content to the show, but also if there's a chance that I can upsell them or, you know, or pitch them at the end. And if it doesn't work, you know, if either of those doesn't work, that's fine. I'm, we made great content and I'm going to publish it and I'm going to, I'm going to promote it and I'm going to give you the assets to promote it as well. And, you know, it's just good Pay it forward, karma, all the way around. Crazy. Like crazy bulb on moment we have at the moment. And you mentioned it clearly. Uh, like there's a, so many people started with something, but they were not able to consistent enough. And uh, one thing that you mentioned, I really love that part is do not look at uh, numbers of downloads, number of subscribers, number of followers. Focus on uh, yourself. Uh, like you, you are not able to earn that subscriber into your bank account, which is completely sure. 
but mm-hmm. if you consistently promoting it if you consistently putting out your voice out of very few number of subscriber you are able to make an impact on their life which is what matters the most right you know what's interesting about starting out you know a lot of people have this imposter syndrome this fear factor of well what if i sound crappy right and i'm not inviting you to do this okay do not go and listen to my first few episodes please don't right cuz they're they're bad they're objectively bad, but they're still up there, right? You can go listen to them. And what happens is, you know, like you'll definitely a, be able to hear the progression of, you know, Jeff back in December, 2019 till today. Uh, you'll, you'll also, if you just skip ahead every 50 episodes, you'll hear more and more and more, you know, just how much better you get just by putting yourself out there and doing it. And even if you have 10 listeners, 10 listeners is fine. Right. As long as you're putting out there, you're creating this legacy. If it goes onto your LinkedIn feed, you know, for, you know, for whatever amount of effort that you're doing, that is great because it creates more content so that you can go and, you know, do other things. Right. So for example, I, I speak English very well. Right. I read and write English pretty well. I was born in the U S like I went to school here. It's all good. You get me to write a thousand word blog post. It's going to take me three days, right? It's just, it's just going to, my head's not built for it. I'm not a writer, right? So I, you know, I, so I have writers on my team that take this and can, can take a 20, 30 minute conversation that I've had with somebody, turn it into a thousand word blog post, pull out the value bombs, write the social media assets for it. And then I, and then I have this the, you know, all different types of media that I can be, that I can be dripping out over the next days, weeks, and months, all based off of this one conversation that you and I have today. Insane. Completely insane. Balbon moment. Lights on. <laughs> amazing, amazing. And definitely, it's uh, the way we are putting effort for one time. Like uh, we are doing this recording from last 30 minutes. And we are putting effort for one time, but it's lifelong. Exactly. After my death, after our we go, gone from this world, still this content work and making an impact in someone's life. Really love this point. Thank you. Uh, you just mentioned few uh, people started and few people are consistent with it. So my next question was related to this, like uh, most of the time people are started with this podcast, but after some time they are not continuing with this or they were not consistent enough. Like they just think, I don't want to continue with and they drop it. What is your thought to those people and why they are not consistent enough? So I'll tell you, I went through that dark period, right? I would say my first 50 episodes, 50, five, zero. I was, I was going through a dark period of like, why am I giving these people a platform? What is this doing for me? Right. And I couldn't answer that question. Right. I was just like, okay, I'm going through this. I'm taking a couple hours of my day out in order to interview these people and then process everything. And of course, you know, it cost me a little bit of money to pay the blogger, to pay the social, to pay the audio editor, you know, all that stuff. Right. So, you know, I really started getting down. Like, why am I doing this? Right. And then I had a conversation with a friend who got really excited. He's like, dude, you talk to this CEO and that, that uh, venture capitalist and that life coach and that person, you talk to all these interesting people, like what'd you do with them? 
crickets, right? I didn't have an answer. I didn't have an answer. Why didn't I have an answer? Because I didn't have a follow-up. I didn't have a call to action. I started this as a hobby. I started this as, well, you know, let's just see what happens. And the fact of the matter is you don't just start, put out 10 episodes and see who picks it up. It's not like, it's not like NBC is going to come out, you know, the, the, one of the main TV stations is going to come out and be like, oh my God, I got to have you. Like most of us don't have that talent. Right. And that's fine. You don't need to. Right. What you're doing is that you're, you're doing this for yourself, but if you can put the vanity metrics aside for a minute, right. And you look for it and you look and you really decide what is the value that you're putting into this, right? The value that I'm putting into this is extracting interesting conversations from interesting people. Right. And if one person listens to this episode or any of the other episodes that you or I produce and it provokes them to take action and to get up off their butt and just, you know, something I'm going to spend that hundred dollars and get a, get a real mic. I'm going to commit to recording uh, once a day, once a week, once a month, whatever it is. Right. Our job is done. Right. There is so much business for everybody here. Everybody. Right. I'm a, I'm a big believer in that. Anyone who says that you're my competition bro, you don't fit in my pocket. Like seriously, like just, just get away from me. I don't have time for you. Right. Because there is so much business to be had here. And you know, like you can go and spend money on paid ads to get the word out. You know, that's getting more and more expensive and it's getting more and more shaky, but also you're utilizing another platform, which you don't own. And frankly, people get kicked off of on the daily. Right. And all of these channels are really, um, you know, they're really morphing. Like look at Twitter lost half of its, uh, half of its workforce, all of its, uh, most of their advertisers are going like, you know, they're going through a shift social media that as we know it, or as we knew it over the past five to seven years is dead. Like it's not, it's not that social anymore. Right. It's a channel granted. And it's a channel we need to pay attention to. Right. But, uh, you know, each one of these channels has a unique look and feel, You know, people go to YouTube in order to learn something. Now here in the U.S., we have these commercials on TV. That's hashtag TikTok taught me, right? So you can, so, and people are crushing it, creating really short form content on TikTok. And, you know, it's one of those things that it's here, but that doesn't mean it's not going to be here, you know, uh, four or five years from now. Look what happened to Vine, right? Um, So, you know, Facebook right now is really... It's not even that great for you to connect with your friends anymore because you get all these advertisements. Probably the best thing you can get out of out of Facebook at this point is their groups. But even that could change two years from now when they decide to, you know, how they're going to monetize that part. I mean, it's going to be it's going to be difficult. So the only the only content and the only platform that you truly own is the content that you're putting out yourself, right? And your email list. Those are the only two things that you own. So if you are not working to get people from whatever ancillary piece of content that you have produced onto a page for them to give you their email address so that you can continue the conversation there, you are doing a disservice to yourself, right? And I, and that's where I think a lot of people like misunderstand the power of what's going on. If you're just going to get on and say, hi, I'm, I'm Nilesh and I talk to interesting people and then 
you say, thank you, Jeff, for your time. And that's it. And there's no call to action at the end. Now you have a hobby, right? You don't have a business. And that's, uh, you know, and I think that's really the big thing that people need to understand. So agency owners can definitely, you know, like if, if an agency owner that uh, deals only with chiropractors, right? Start a podcast, uh, marketing uh, chiropractors, right? And just talk to every single chiropractor that you can, that you can talk to and get them to talk about their marketing achievements and their marketing pains, right? And guess what? With each one of those pains, you'll be able to rise up and say like, Hey, I can help you with that. That's where I think this is going. It is completely insane. And uh, you don't need to learn. Uh, you don't need to go and buy another course. If you want to, uh, you can just learn from an other expert in your industry itself. Exactly. <laughs> right. Completely amazing thing, guys. And guys, we are here for a few more minutes. Uh, if you have any question related to, related to podcast, you can drop in the comment section. So, Jeff, uh, I hear this one objection from most of the time, uh, specifically from entrepreneurs like uh, podcasting is not my priority at the moment. Uh, I'm very busy with my personal stuff. So do you have anything to add on for those uh, entrepreneurs? Um, so busy is relative, right? Um, you know, everyone's going to going to prioritize their time, their efforts to what they think works the best, right? Right. And frankly, unless they come to a self-realization that one is working, one isn't like, you can't really have an, you can't really have an objective conversation with them. Okay. Now, uh, producing content in this form does, you know, it does take a little bit out of you, right? The big challenge I would say is you already get on zoom calls and talk to people and sell your product, right? Yes. So why not just record it and share it with the world? Right. That's, you know, that's probably, that's probably the big part. Now, what we all know is that, is that, um, uh, you know, money makes your journey a lot shorter, right? So if you need to get 10,000 subscribers to your product, right, it, you can either go organically and get on every podcast and, you know, and, and get your, and get your, uh, audience to sign in ones and twos or however you build that, right? Or you can set up a Facebook campaign and pay thousands of dollars, you know, to get, uh, you know, to get people to sign up and then keep them there. You're going to pay that anyways, whether it's your effort or your money. Right. So when people say, so, so you know, for a particular startup, if they're already paying $10,000 a month for acquiring customers and that's, and that's what, and that's what they're comfortable with. And that's what's, that's what works for them. Great. Go ahead and do it by all means, please. It's your money. Right. But if you're looking for, um, you know, for other type for other mediums that you can get a greater longevity from, not only because you can listen to the podcast six months, a year later, or view it on YouTube if you taught something interesting. Or use that uh, use that thirty minute conversation as an impetus to create a thousand word blog post that now exists on your site. Right, you are actually leveraging a a bunch of cost savings by utilizing the content that you've already created and repurposing it you know, into, you know, into other mediums that will work for you as well. 
it really comes down to having a strategy. It comes down to figuring out what your budget is. I personally think that, uh, you know, by going the podcast route, you can create a lot more content than throwing $10,000 at a Facebook paid ads campaign ever will. And the funny thing is that once you stop paying that $10,000, all of that goes dark, right? Whereas your blog post, your YouTube channel, your, you know, all that other stuff that all that remains forever. And, you know, you can go back and reference it as long as it's still relevant, you can still use it. So I think that the cost savings there are, are actually much, much better when you think about it in those terms. Yes. And uh, you can use or you, how you want to grow, like you want to grow with paired ads or you want to grow with the content or your choice. Choice is yours, right? Thank exactly. you so much, Jeff, for amazing, amazing uh, in-depth insights about podcasts and all those things. Really glad to have you on the show. Uh, where people can find you more about you? Sure, that's easy. JeffMendelson.com, right? J-E-F-F-M-E-N-D-E-L-S-O-N.com. I have all my information there. You can listen to my podcast. I talk a little bit about the coaching and the mastermind that I have, uh, the done-for-you services that we do as well, and also some amazing things we're doing for podcast guests as well. So yeah, just jeffmendelson.com. I'll be happy to help. I'll drop this link, particular URL in the description. So you can check it out and you can connect with him directly on the Facebook. Is it right? That's correct. Yeah. So you can connect with him. So Jeff, thank you so much once again. Uh, before we wrap up the show, any three point advice to entrepreneurs from your side? You know, I am liking, I am liking uh, go high level these days. It is a complete, um, it is a complete software as a service box pre-built for you to service your clients, to create membership sites, to create, uh, to create uh, marketing automations, newsletters, a full CRM, uh, sales funnels, websites. I mean, I'm just using that thing like a Swiss army knife at this point. And um, it's once you take the time to get to know you know, the modalities and how things work inside of it, because can get a little confusing. It's a little overwhelming to start out. That is really my big, that's my next big push because I've been using it now for almost a year and it's uh, completely changed my, uh, my, my digital marketing agency that I've been putting together for the past 20 years. Awesome. Loved it. Thank you so much, uh, Jeff, once again, for sharing lovely lovely answer and really insightful answer which is something if someone go and apply and take action on that particular answer they will definitely get results so thank you so much jeff once again for showing your love on our show thank you so much and it's really nice to have you on the show i'll so yeah thank you I'll for having you a lot of fun yes. yeah i'll join you in a minute thanks a lot thank you so guys, there you go. There you go. He is Jeff and he shared tons of golden nuggets. So show your love in the comment section to Jeff and share your one biggest takeaway. What is the one thing that you like the most from this particular podcast? And until then, I'm signing off, Nilishan signing off. And yes, I'm coming up with one more, another amazing episode on 23rd of November. So be ready for that. And if you didn't subscribe to my YouTube channel, if you didn't subscribe to my 
uh, join my Facebook group. You can be a part of it. I am dropping on the link in the description. Till then, bye-bye. Have a great day. Thank you so much once again. Bye-bye. Thank you.